0: guys, I'm Ashley Fazilova, the Government Affairs Manager at the Fredericksburg Regional Chamber of Commerce, and welcome to the We Are Business podcast. <music> Today's episode is part of our Veterans Appreciation podcast series where we highlight the mission of local programs and nonprofits that work within the veteran community. I'm joined here today by Dave Ward and Joel Holmes from the Fredericksburg Program of Project Healing Waters Fly Fishing. A nonprofit dedicated to the rehabilitation of disabled veterans. Thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. So, to start us off, can you give us a bit of background about yourselves and how you got involved with Project Healing Waters?
1: I'm Dave Ward, and uh, I joined the program in 2019 as a result of uh, the Isaac Walton League of America it introduced me to Project Healing Waters, and from there, I volunteered and. Eventually became the uh, local program lead, taking over for Joe Holmes here, who uh, had additional responsibilities with uh, work and, and other things that were consuming a lot of time. Hi, everybody. My name is Joe Holmes. I've been with the
2: Fredericksburg Program of Project Healing Waters Fly Fishing since 2015. I'm a retired Air Force veteran and joined the program as a disabled veteran. I had been fly fishing my whole life and after a short stint as a participant I saw it was my opportunity to give back to the veteran community and so I changed my role into more of a volunteer role and became the assistant program lead in 2016 and in 2018 became the local program lead and then Dave graciously agreed to take some of that burden off my back Uh, recently, and so uh, we transitioned him to the program lead, lead, but I still uh, volunteer quite a bit with the program.
0: Great. So can you tell us a little bit about the Project Healing Water's background and what the mission is?
1: Certainly. Project Healing Water fly fishing was established uh, as a result of uh, traumatic injuries to people coming back from the war in both the Gulf and Iraq. Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. We started a Walter Reed Army Hospital in two thousand and five, and from there, over the past seventeen years now, it has blossomed from one organization at uh, national at the National uh, Hospital there at Walter Reed to about two hundred and thirty programs across the United States. Uh, we're a local ch- uh, program. We're one of eleven in the state of Virginia. Nationally, there's about 9,500 uh, veterans that we uh, provide services to, and we have about 4,500 volunteers. So roughly a two-to-one ratio in volu- of uh, veterans to volunteers, which gives us a lot of uh, hands-on uh, ability to uh, interact with those uh, veterans, as well as the program provides not only for the uh, enjoyment of fly fishing and the challenges that come with that, but more importantly, I think, is the camaraderie that is developed through uh, organizations such as this with uh, veterans. Each program is uh, managed by a program lead, as we indicated earlier. Joe was a former lead. I am now the current lead here for the program in Fredericksburg, and which our primary job is to look for new recruits, veterans, as well as new recruits for volunteers, because it is volunteers that help these organizations go and bring that talent with them uh, to help us uh, flourish as we provide for the healing mission that uh, is is uh, the goal of Project Healing Waters. Okay, but our mission is healing those that who serve, and uh, we're dedicated both to physical and emotional rehabilitation of disabled active duty military person. As well as veterans who are disabled, so that's the qualifying uh, discriminator, so to speak, for people to join us as veterans.
2: On top of that, uh, one thing I want to say is that a lot of um a lot of the active duty folks don't know that this is actually available to them. So this is actually a healing waters is a recognized therapy that can be prescribed by the medical folks at um, for active duty. So you can be actually prescribed this as an authorized treatment for active duty rehabilitation folks.
0: Wow, okay. So what other areas do you serve? I know you mentioned that you had chapters in Virginia, but how many chapters are there throughout the country?
1: Throughout the country, 230 over uh, 19 regions. And I believe the last time I saw it, we were located in 45 of the 50 states throughout the United States.
2: Right, yeah. So, like, for example, in Virginia, we have 11 region, or I'm sorry, 11 programs in the state of Virginia. Um, And they're broken up, generally, we call them regions. So, you know, they're uh, organized somewhat by population, but also by regional location. So, certainly, we've got, uh, for instance, in our location, we've got, there's a chapter up in fort Belvoir, there's a chapter in quantico and then we're a chapter here mm-hmm. uh and then we have uh chapters in richmond and then over in the tidewater area but then you have to go if you go west you go clear to charlottesville and then even as far as road Oak, right so a little bit once you have a little bit less population you have a little bit less uh, your programs cover more square miles if you will
0: right okay What are some of the biggest challenges that Project Healing Waters Fly Fishing is facing?
2: So for us, I would say that our biggest challenges is volunteers. Um, In any nonprofit volunteer-based organization, uh, having a cadre of people who are willing to give their time and energy to serve the veterans, that's our biggest challenge. Um, Certainly, another big challenge is funding, so, uh, again, because we're a completely orga- uh, volunteer-based organization, a 501c3 organization, uh, all of our funding has to be raised. And so, for instance, if we want to go, if we want to take our veterans on an overnight trip uh, to go someplace outside of Virginia, we have to raise all the local funds to act to do all of those activities. Dave?
1: I would say then, and echo Joe's point uh, primarily, Funding and volunteers, finding people that uh, not only have the skill sets so that we can bring that forward, mm-hmm. but also the time, which seems to right. be in today's society very difficult to find.
0: Right,
1: and I would say one of
2: I, I would say another one of our, and I don't want to I don't want to call it a challenge, but I don't necessarily have a better word, so uh, I'm not going to give it a word. But what I'm going to say is, um, when we actually serve our veterans, we have a. a there's many veterans out there who have various needs and being able to not only have have volunteers who are willing to serve but they are capable and ready to recognize some of the special needs that these folks have for instance there's people who have issues with with simply walking or issues with balance or in many programs there are people who are missing limbs mm-hmm. who are blind Who are in wheelchairs, who are various levels of disability, and so getting them to be able to get near the water is a challenge, and getting people who are qualified to help them get to the water can be a challenge as well. For one example, when you have a rocky bank where you go fishing or there's mud or something like that, a standard wheelchair doesn't cut it, so we have to have a wheelchair on a track well those kind of things cost a lot of money and so being able to get some of these adaptive and special equipment for our participants can be a challenge too we can do it it's just work to make it happen
0: right okay so are there any rehabilitation stories that you'd like to share that would show the impact of project healing waters fly fishing
1: i think joe has a little more experience with that because with 2019 2020 we have been uh restricted in a lot of our activities, so I have not seen yeah. as much uh, action as Joe has over the past couple of years. Okay,
2: So uh, one thing, I, I've, I've been lucky enough with this program to travel to a couple of uh, regional and national meetings. I've met many people from across the United States who have different experiences and different stories. And there's one common theme. In fact, our uh, president uh, has... Every meeting I've ever been to, he echoes this one common theme that we hear, and it's five words, and those words are: "This program saved my life." And there's countless stories out there of people who were at the end of if you'll if you'll pardon the expression at the end of their rope, and were not only contemplating, planning, and going through the motions to commit suicide, and. Somehow they got involved in the program and it completely changed that. And some of those emotional and physical traumas aren't just from the things you see. Many of those are what you don't see. And it's the mental trauma. There's many manifestations about how uh, both the mental and physical challenges come in. And um, I personally had experience with an individual who, and I didn't know this, uh, had told me that he was, he, his quote was, this program kept the news from around my neck. And uh, and it was the Fredericksburg program that did that. And uh, it's something I will never forget.
0: So for the people who are listening who maybe need help or would like to kind of participate in one of these programs, how are some of the ways that veterans can get involved?
2: Yeah, so that, so um, there's several ways veterans can can get involved, and if you're if you're asking about how do they find out about the local chapter, yeah. uh, well, you do what I call do the Google, right. and <laughs> all you have to do is do the Google for Project Healing Waters, and you'll find the national program, the national website, and uh, on that website you will find regional information and you can and you can actually get it down to where does the veteran where are they uh, located and what's their closest region and it gives the contact information there like for instance Dave's information is on that website Mm -hmm. and so that's one way our uh, local chapter has a Fredericksburg Facebook page Mm -hmm, a Fredericksburg Healing Waters Facebook page so that's um, another way that they can get uh, get at least knowledge of the program and find out where where they're meeting, what times, and all that kind of stuff. So a simple email, a simple uh, click on the website, any of that kind of stuff is is one way they can get involved. David? No, I
1: you've covered it. I mean, Facebook is a big one. I'm not a Facebook user.
0: Yeah, me either. Right,
1: but uh, projecthealingwatersflyfishing dot org, mm-hmm. uh, and then it'll just walk you right down the path through the various internal links. Yeah, on, on how to get to us.
0: So, um, also for our listeners who are wanting to get involved as far as volunteering or donations, something like that, what's a way for them to get involved?
1: Exactly the same way. Okay. Go to the uh, Project Healing Water uh site, mm-hmm. and there is literally uh, links in there for volunteers, and there's se- certainly links in there for donations. And donations uh, are two different kinds one of course is good old hard cash right <laughs> but the second one is uh, donations in kind. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of gentlemen out there that are getting older mm-hmm. and every once in a while uh, they will come to us and they will donate their equipment and then we immediately turn that stuff around and give it to our our participants uh, to use on the streams which then goes you know a long ways to uh, continue the uh, activities that we uh, conduct
0: great. So anything else that you guys would like to highlight for Project Healing Waters Fly Fishing while I've got you in the studio today?
1: Yes, ma'am. Uh, we have a few core activities that we do to uh, develop the camaraderie and uh, relationships among our members. First one is being fly fishing. Try to do at least one uh, outdoor event each month here locally, uh, whether it's down here on the Rappahannock, go further up on the Rapidan, or any of the streams and uh, rivers that uh, flow out of the area. Uh, eastern slope of uh, the Shenandoah National Park. Secondly, we uh, have a fly tying uh, class once a month uh, in which we try to develop uh, the skill sets to uh, tie those flies, but also to uh, tie those flies that we might be using on the river that that month because there's a great amount of satisfaction of being able to develop your own fly and then have something um, take it and uh, catch something on it. So that's a good one. Joe here not only does uh, the fly time, but he also uh, leads our rod building course, which is another uh, event in which uh, we used for developed skills as well as the uh, therapeutic purposes of, of building fly rods uh, for the individuals, which then becomes their own personal fly rod, uh, all provided for and furnished by the program. And then lastly, uh, we have what we call an instructional session. Try to meet on the fourth Saturday of the month which we teach people how to fly cast and or the other skill sets that might be necessary to go become a more effective uh, fly fisherman. Joe, anything else we need to add to that?
2: Uh, No, that that sums up our five core activities, but additionally, um, the program has uh, competitions. Like right now, our um, annual fly tying competition is going on where participants from across the country tie flies and then submit those. Uh, for, uh, you know, competition for prizes, uh, and we're also running our rod-building competition. So we've got, I believe, six people from the Fredericksburg chapter who are going to submit to that uh, rod-building competition. Um, and so certainly uh, every program has multiple events. Uh, the, national, the national program does f- uh, fundraisers and fly-tying tournaments and all kinds of things. Um, The other thing I'd like to say is that um, in addition to our local programs, uh, there's a lot of national activities that take veterans fly fishing. So, for example, we have in our chapter, we have sent people to Montana to the Project Healing Waters Lodge in Wise, Montana uh, for an outing. Uh, It's a world class outing uh, of a guided fly fishing trip. We've sent people to Alaska. We have sent people to learn how to build fly rods in uh, Washington State at a uh, national distribution center for fly rods. Mm-hmm. We have sent people to Alaska to go on a world-class fly fishing trip. So there's many things that, that our program does uh, to, try to, to try to get our participants involved in doing not only just the local stuff, but trying to get them uh, opportunities to experience something that's a that they would never experience otherwise. And I'd like to add that all of those things for our participants are at zero cost for the participant. The participant puts nothing into it other than themselves and what they want to get out of the program. Everything is 100% funded for them. We provide all the equipment um, all of the knowledge, all of the materials, anything needed to actually, we feed them, we'll pay gas, all of that to get them out on the, on the water doing something.
0: We appreciate you guys taking the time to join us today. Um, as we start to wrap up here, is there any last minute advice, anything you think that we need to know?
2: Uh, what I would say is, if you've never thought about fly fishing, it is a great activity. I personally... Can lose myself on the river. I can go out there and I can spend all day on the water, looking at the water, trying to read trying to read it, trying to figure out what the fish are feeding on, trying to figure out how to make that perfect cast. My when I am doing that, my mind is focused on that, and I'm and the rest of the world's problems are not trying to bar in on me. And I can spend all day out there and not a catch a single fish and be absolutely satisfied. So it is truly a
1: healing event so i i challenge you come out and give it a shot <laughs> okay and i would say if, if you're truly interested please contact us project org.
0: great awesome well thank you for taking the time to join us today again i'm ashley Fazilova. my guests today were dave ward and joe holmes from project healing waters fly fishing thank you for tuning in to the we are business podcast As a reminder, we'll be releasing more episodes of our Veterans Appreciation Series throughout the month of November, so don't forget to check back for more episodes. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.